have no idea what my brain is doing today, so let's find out. Dear 43 in the Big Brother house, welcome to Seti Sopo. This is a podcast where we go slightly mad in lockdown and work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite, except we've been doing it from long before lockdown. So it has nothing to do with lockdown, our madness. Hello, I am Simon. How are you, Izzy? Goodbye, Simon. I am. What? I said, all right, then, bye then. That that was a quick podcast. Yeah. You're I was right? the opposite of hello. I, I don't think so. I think so. Though it's not technically the opposite. I mean, bye is the opposite of hello. Well, hello doesn't well, actually mean hi. hello, does it? No. It, it just means just it just a means word that well, it's, we it's, made up. Hello. It's, it's a word. It's word that's is it, it, it's curiosity. Yeah. Hello. I was very careful when writing the unstoppable Letty Peg Simon. Oh. I made sure that the word hello was only used to mean oh hello. What's hello. this? Hello. Nobody Ooh, says hello. hello to each other. That's rude. They all say good morning and good afternoon. Well, I think we should they never get say hello. Good afternoon. Or hi. Never say hi. Yeah, hi, stupid. What's that even mean? Hi, hi, hi. Hi, hi, hi. You're so go, weak. Go to the holiday rock. Yeah. Do you know in, in Heidi High, right? Which is exactly the same sitcom as Taxi. Both sitcoms that I have not watched. Uh, yeah, well. You must have seen bits of them. I know that Kaufman and Danny DeVito were in Taxi. Yeah. And Heidi High's about a taxi rank. So <laughs> It is, indeed. There's a Welsh person in it. There's a person in there called Sue Pollard who is not Jenny Eclair. That's correct. She is not Jenny Eclair. Lots of people are not Jenny Eclair. I know, but Sue Pollard is particularly not Jenny Eclair. Okay. Do they look that alike? Is... I can't say that I... It's the only only time I've heard two oh, references is her Maddock. not being like, oh, are you? Yeah, because you said Welsh, so I got confused. Ruth Maddock is the Welsh one. Did I say Welsh? You did say Welsh. Wow. Yeah. There is a Welsh person in there, though, isn't there? Uh, yes. Hello, campers. Heidi, hi. Holy ho. Big bong, oh, big. Oh, um, yeah. I've set Simon off. You have. Uh, what was I saying about? Uh, yeah. Um. They. They used. This is what happened in the fifties. They used to use the light sockets as, so- as <laughs> sockets. Did. So they would take the bulb out and they'd plug things into the light sockets and power cool. them. Cool. I want to do that. Yeah. It's not what, very the safe. The big lights. Is it not? Yeah. What? Yeah. The big. Walking around in the dark room with something with a wire dangling from the centre. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not safe. Oh. Okay. It's a different it ring as well, I think. A different ring? Yeah, so I, I'm not sure 100% if, if it's as safe as your main... Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, is it? It doesn't matter. No, I think we need to talk about the wiring of houses. I've been watching... Uh, a lot of people that I follow on, like, you know, the social media the have been posting pictures of their own catastrophic times trying to rewire bathrooms and things. It's not catastrophic. They just get bored. So a project which would take a plumber or an electrician like, a couple of hours uh-huh. Takes them about four days. Uh-huh. Yeah, been there. Because you know they have to go and eat food. Yeah, or they have to go and find the right tool. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, did you have a point? <laughs> Don't think so. I I think I did initially, and then I got distracted by got distracted by thoughts, dark yeah. thoughts, deep dark thoughts. Oh, that could be a podcast. Deep dark thoughts. And it's just me. Oh, going, that'd be uh, last no. summer wine. Yeah. But point yeah. is, Simon, we were talking about um, taxi and Heidi High, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. 
<laughs> if you said Heidi hi, we went from hi to hello from yeah, that's how we. Yeah, but you were making a point about why they were similar. Uh, they're all about um, people with uh, thwarted ambitions or people yeah. with dreams who are being thwarted. It's all yeah. So it, uh, I could I've written a blog. Go go find it. It's okay. probably called. Well, where would I find this blog? Someone's uh, asked, probably. <laughs> Is it on your website? Yeah, probably. Anyway, you know what you should do. You know what you should do, Simon. Simon, Simon, Simon. As good. What you should do is you should t- take your blog and you put it on LinkedIn because, like, loads and like, you can use the right hashtags and it'll, you know, just go wild. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I could do that, or I could just yeah. shit up a wall. Have a cappuccino on me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's go. Right. Liz wants to know what is the opposite of a cape? A cape. A cape. I think capes are pretty cool. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think they're very useful. There are two types cause... of capes. One is useful, oh, one is not. I mean, I'd say a cape crusader is not going to do well trying to invade Turkey in just a cape. I think you want chainmail. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, um, so there's the superhero type cape, which is all like billowy and... Woo, look at just me, to I show that fly. you can fly. I can yeah. fly. Except Batman wears one. He can't fly. Well, no, he uses it to paraglide, doesn't he? Yeah, is that flying? That's just falling gracefully. It's a slow descent. It's a slow. It has a function. Yeah, I mean that's like saying if I trip over, I'm flying. If I forget to land, then yes, technically I am flying. That is Um, that's what Douglas Adams said. That or exactly. Or the other cape is that kind of like like um, Dracula type cloak rather than a cape, I suppose. Which, Which is, is useful if you're if you're if you're like you know claw. the hooded claw. If you're like a coachman in a stagecoach, which is open to the elements, a cape mm. would be very useful because it just covers your entire body with no folds or anything, so you can just sort of sit under it. But you've got to have your head poking out. Yeah, you've got surely to see. if you're a coachman, you've got to have your hands poking out as well, which then negates most of the front. Well, you of the can cape. put the reins, but that's the that's the point. You've got free movement of the reins, but you can the reins fit through a slit. So. Oh, they fit through a slit, do they, Isabel? They do, and as a result, you can lift them up and down a little bit side to side. But you've got some movement of. But you just, you know, I'd suggest that's a better way of keeping your arms warm and be able to like reach inside your pockets or stuff I mean, than a, a coat. Functionally, a cape has no purpose, does it, really? No, 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 this is the purpose. I'm telling you the exact purpose. Because if you sit in a coat, you know, it's got folds in, you're going to get, like, the water's going to collect and cause puddles in your, you know, your britches. Yeah, spoos. And... Spoos? Yeah, You can get spoos. wet and colder, whereas a cape actually has good uses for, you know... So are we not making a distinction between a cloak and a cape? Oh, well, see, because hmm. you can get shoulder-length capes as well, which is also for dripping water. Right. So they're also sort of like, it's basically so that the water doesn't reach you. I mean, they're not. They're there for, you know, looking silly. Silly. I look really, really silly. Look at me. I'm, I'm just really, trying to think. I've seen really women wear capes like that. I'm just trying to think of what... I've got an image of a cheerleader and also of 1950s, like, bull dresses... In my also, head, I'd and I can't work out. Very seventies as well. Are they? Yeah, I think so. Like Adam, Adam had a cape, didn't he? And oh yeah. Doctor Who Prince had a Charming. cape, and Did Joanna he? Lumley, Which one? Uh, Pertwee, I believe. Pertwee had a cape. Pertwee. Oh, Ooh, I've done a Pertwee. <laughs> what would a Pertwee look like? It would be very, very bad. I've heard it's very difficult for men to. Oh, know, there's there's a certain amount of gymnastics involved in a in a pertwee certainly i mean the trouble is cyber this is your version of d- gymnastics and only just before we started this podcast i shared an, uh, a video that sunil <laughs> shared with me of a pig being so fat and bloated that it's belly up and the farmer accidentally rolls it down a hill yeah 
But and what you forget is, is it in my youth, of gymnastics in my youth, your youth. I see, did gymnastics old man. to a high standard at Bawa or Baga. I can't remember who, who who did it, but I did. I was very good at gymnastics. Hang on, Baga. Baga, British Association Gymnastics Association or something. I did like level hundred or something. Level hundred. About three, but for me that's pretty good. Why are all your br- best achievements? <laughs> you peaked at two and a half. I really you? did. I peaked really young. It's really yeah. annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Isn't sad. It? Yeah. It's kind of sad. Although I'm not sure getting my level three burger certificate is a peak. I don't know, Simon. I mean, oh. what else have you done, really? No, let's not go down that thought road. Okay. Well, we were talking about Heidi High earlier, and so you know, it's the same. They all peaked when they were three too. So, um, the opposite of a cape is some sort of water collecting shoe. Oh, is it um Neil's shoe from the young ones? There's yes. a hole in my shoe and it's letting no, in water. It's... Yeah, I'd yeah. say. Alright, we'll call yeah. it Neil's shoe. Hang on a minute. Neil's shoe. So, Liz, the opposite of a cape is Neil Pie's shoe. Now Matt wants to know what is the opposite of a baked potato? Ooh. Do be good, don't be bad. <laughs> Thank you, baked potato. Always be happy, never be sad. And if you want to work and love and play, let's listen to what the baked potato say. Always be early, never be late. Thank you, baked potato. Always eat what's on your plate. Thank you, baked potato. We should stop, really. We? Anyway, um, <laughs> it's not our joke. It's not our joke, Simon. It's not our joke, but we're, we're promoting uh, NHS funding. Can we, oh, yeah, I suppose we are, so, yeah. technically, even though that's not what the baked potato says anymore. No, baked potato says other things. So, he says, wash your hands and stay apart. And da, 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 da. Anyway, we're not talking about baked potato in that sense. We're talking Aren't about we? the food stuff baked potato. It's good as baked potato because you can stuff things. You can put... Well, the, the thing is, the thing that annoys me, okay, <laughs> is that you don't really ever stuff a baked potato. What you do is you cut it in half and put stuff on top of a baked potato. Now, you see, good people, clever people, will bake the potato along so the skin goes all crispy and the inside goes all fluffy and then mix the potato in with the flavourings. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then just put it on top. But I'm not one of those people because I just go, I'll dump it, it's fine, I'll do it myself when I eat. In the past, Izzy, when I was less old, it's <laughs> one of those stories again. When I was at university, right? This is an anecdote. It's just been anecdote after anecdote with you. I just remember, you know, like super noodles were like a big thing and still look kind of a thing. Ramen, popular, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, but super noodles like weren't ramen, were they? Well, that's what they are. Anyway, so at you the mean, same time that that, that you mean was pot, out, pots, pots, pot noodle. No, super noodle. Anyway, okay. are you, we're is there a difference between pot noodles and super noodles? Super noodles you cook in a pan. Okay, uh, so they are ramen. Them. Yeah, they are ramen, but they weren't ramen at the time. They were called super noodles rather than ramen, even well, though they're, they're still just your normal. Super noodles. The packets of ramen that prisoners trade in US yes, jails. Yes, that. Anyway, yes. beside the point, when I was at university, there was a product, and I can't remember what it was called, but you bought it, and it was to go on your baked potato. So oh. it would it would be like, cheese and beans or it would be um like like barbecue sausage or something and and it was in a jar i think and you'd make your baked potato and then you'd you'd would you heat the jar i can't remember simon 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 did i imagine this were you buying baby food (laughs) i think you were buying baby food weren't you 
It was a thing in the 90s, I'm sure of it. What was it called? Baby food. You carry on talking. I'm going to gonna find oh, out God. what this this was called. If it, well, if the thing with the baked potato, it is a classic meal that you can get. One, you can get in almost any pub. It's very useful. You can get it at almost any festival. Except I don't know if that's true anymore because festivals have gone really... It's easier to get, like, you know pulled jackfruit than it is a baked potato. What is jackfruit? Jackfruit is a massive sort of fruit which has the same sort of consistency when you pull it apart as pork, if you cook it's, it right. It's it's a it's a hoax. It's not, it's quite nice. I've had it. It's a bit, I, to be honest, it reminds me, it doesn't taste like pineapple, but it has a sort of consistency a bit like pineapple, if the pineapple was really old. And it's it's almost artichoke crossed with a pineapple kind of I've never thing. had a jackfruit. Oh, well, you haven't lived, have you? No, you, I mean, you can get tins of jackfruit when next time you're allowed out to go to your <laughs> shopping run in your pre, you know, when you're spaced apart from everybody in your mask mm-hmm. and, you know, you're, you're barreling through the shop in one direction. Um, that is, you're going through the shop in one direction. You're not actually inside the band one direction because there's more than one member and that's not allowed. Member. So. When you can buy a tin of jackfruit, take it home and put it on your baked potato. I would recommend flavouring it, though. Mm. No, I wouldn't have jackfruit on a baked potato as well. I think you could. I mean, it'd be like having pulled pork. It'd be quite, or I would say, or something. so a baked potato, we would have to concede, is a very versatile dish. Yeah, you can Ooh. pretty much have anything you want on a baked potato. It's a very simple thing, but you can have whatever you want and it can be as elegant as... What about or something as... which is very similar, but we'd never do that with, like a turnip? Exactly, exactly. Because turnips, we should do stuff like that with, but we don't. No, we don't. So turnips are everywhere. Yeah, but no you one can ever grow uses a turnip them. or a swede. Oh, it was hilarious. I, I, I was watching a program, and then BBC iPlayer flipped onto the next show, which was like inside your supermarket. It's that man Greg who just goes way, oh, holding a dish so way, and um. There's another there's another lady in it as well. Anyway, um, they were, were walking through a field and then the like, presenter's going, so what is like a, the difference between a swede and a turnip? And the farmer, who bless him, is looking completely baffled as to mm-hmm. why he's on television. Yes. And he goes, well, the difference between, well, turnips are sort of purpley on top with white... <laughs> 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 And the moon, oh, amazing, amazing. That's a real what is paper moment, isn't it? Yeah, what it is paper? What, what is the difference between a Swede and a turnip? They look, oh, oh, and he made, he, he got offered her a slice of raw, uh, raw, oh, raw Swede and said, oh, here's, here's a raw Swede. And she looks at her eating it raw. She goes, oh, it's quite sweet. And he went, yeah. <laughs> to say, why are you eating it? <laughs> exactly. Right. So, the opposite of a baked potato mat is a turnip. A raw turnip. Sally wants to know, what's the opposite of a whisker? Ooh. Now, do you do you find your cat's whiskers discarded? I do. I do. They fight sometimes. Susan had a horrible thing with Vincent when he was a kitten. She would pluck his eyebrows. Oh. <laughs> as punishment for her, for him annoying her. Well, I don't know how she off. managed it. Yeah, he just, she, she'd just go plink and take a few off. <laughs> So he'd bash his head on like the bottom of chairs and oh, stuff. Oh, that's mean but funny all at the same time. It's, it's very. Uh, you if know, you get a cat's whisker and you find one, um, you should actually put it where your your whiskers would be, so the really mm. thick, pointy end, and then plink the end. And it really is like you really can like, oh, I, I feel that, I feel that, man. 
Tips and advice during lockdown <laughs> with Simon Dunn. Stick a whisker on your cheek. Stick a I'm whisker on your cheek. Or fetch the suitcase from the litter tray. Because if you are the best and you don't ask questions, then brother. Oh, Kitty God. cat. Oh, my God. <laughs> Simon, this is like the first, I think, of five podcasts I have to record today. <laughs> well, you better start with the best one. Yes. So, so we, sorry, we don't have um, whiskers, do we? Well, I, I do, because yeah. I'm an old lady. Yeah, so I get a few whiskers. They're quite cool. Uh, oh, do you know who has whiskers which you don't expect? And it's brilliant. Koi. As in carp? Yeah. Ooh. Is it more like antenna than whiskers? Oh, yeah, I suppose. They're sort of... They're, they're, but they're not. They're, they're like whiskers. I mean, they're, they're like more bony, but they're still, you know, they're there. Yeah. So the point of a whisker is to help the cat locate its space. It's distancing, isn't it? It's yeah. basically I'm 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 far away from the edge, yet I'm also at the edge. It's a bit like when you drive a car and you can feel the wheels. Oh, I like that thought. Because when you're in the car, you back up. Your brain takes over being the car. Yeah. It's like when you're in the cat, your brain takes over. <laughs> so the cats think like it is the size of its whiskers space, so but actually it's, it's, it's smaller. The cat version of the locating sensors on a car. It's body dysmorphia for furry creatures or fish. <laughs> right. So far, so good. So what is smaller? What makes you feel you're smaller than you think? I know what the opposite of whiskers is, Simon. What? It is the mirrors in changing rooms in the oh, mall. Or it could be a tight bra. A tight bra does not make you feel smaller than you are. Oh, does it not? A tight bra makes, makes you feel... feel yes, yeah, because it's really tight on you and you're used to not feeling that tightness and so you feel like you're massive. It makes you look smaller, but it makes you feel yeah, bigger. I get you. So, Sally, the opposite of a whisker is a mirror in a changing room. I think I made a musical reference then. Yeah. I think um, it's... Um, mirror in the bathroom. Therefore, this week we have worked out that the opposite of a cape is Neil Pye's shoe, that the opposite of a baked potato is a dry turnip, but not a dry one. The op- what, like, what, raw, an uncut, raw. raw turnip. And the opposite a of a whisker raw. is a mirror in a changing room. You may plug your other podcasts. Weirdly, I've never heard of turnip raw. Um, yeah, I'm going to be releasing a new podcast soon, Simon. Ooh. And by soon, I mean June... <laughs> that's, that's, that's quite close. That's quite close. Um, maybe before June, we'll see how we'll see how we get on. It's basically I've done it because of lockdown, so why not? Why um, not? Indeed. Also, uh, but so look out at isdi.com for all like big announcements and stuff like that. You can buy my book, uh, The Unstoppable Peg. Please do share and please share it because it's really good. And there's no people using the word hello inappropriately. Ooh. Also, you can listen to the British Museum Membercast. New episode of that. That will be out shortly. That is with Tom Holland, and it's very good. Um, also, uh, you can listen to Making History with me and Tom Holland as well. And um, yeah, Tom Holland. Is that it? You do all your podcasts with Tom Holland. I'm not jealous at all. You just do. Oh, the Zedless Deadlist. Zedless Deadlist. There, there we go. go. I knew. I, I is do. Tom I Holland do on that. Mm, he is actually. Yes. <laughs> I think. Did I? I must have. Yeah, I did. I did one. It's um. It's He's the one. Certainly on one of the, the live Ethel videos. Fled. Yeah. Yeah. He's you know, Ethel the Flad. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool, that one. Jeez. It's all about pouring bees on Vikings. <laughs> buy my books that. for um, they are buy-worthy. <laughs> you know what that means? Just buy them. Don't even need to read them. Just buy them. We'll be back this week with more opposites. Opposites, because that's what we do. Bye-bye. Hello. Hello.